Coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 93, the Punchboarders talk about some recent plays. We reach into the mailbag and answer a question, and then finish off our alphabet draft. Hey, everybody, I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. Uh, I'm Richie. I'm, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I, had, I had the best weekend. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Best con I've ever been to. It was Are fantastic. you serious? It was best fantastic. Con and I wasn't even there. <laughs> That's you probably why. <laughs> no, Chad. You Although I will out. say, the first night that we were there, we see pictures of you playing 18xx yeah. what was yeah. over that as soon well, as yeah. you were gone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well my wife was like i have to work thursday night you know and i was like oh but go and go ahead and get my 18xx on <laughs> right. I, I've, I've got i've got a play scheduled for tomorrow night uh play scheduled last week yeah wow wow yeah it. we were like well i thought he had an anniversary he <laughs> yeah. could come with us hey, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, like I, cardboard is the 15th anniversary yeah uh-huh <laughs> But no, Chad, it was it was a great weekend, uh, a lot of fun, got to play a lot of Age of Steam. Our hosts, Kevin and Chad, were absolutely amazing. Fantastic. Um, How about our friends? So, Jack, did you see Jack there? Yeah, we saw Jack there. Yeah, she yeah. was there. She was there. Cool. Uh, she, they, uh, my wife actually played a four-player women's only game with her, uh, Jack, Michelle, and uh, another Ashley, girl, Ashley. Yeah. yeah. So Was yeah. that a stipulation? So, no, well, they, they just, just put in the slack. To be. I yeah. think it was Ashley who brought it up. She's yeah. like, because Age of Steam is one of her favorite games, obviously, if she's there. But yeah. uh, she said most of the games, she's always the only woman in the game. So uh, she's like, hey, how about yeah. I see there's other cool. women here. How about we yeah. try to get a all yeah. women's game? I like yeah. that. So I like they, that. Yeah, so they played an all women's game. And um, it was one of the new con maps. Uh, we got two new ones. One was Pacific Electric. That looked beautiful. Uh, it was great. And then the other one was the... The America double base or USA, USA double base double base. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which you need two copies of age of steam to play, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst other, other components, you also yes. need to play it, but it was it's fantastic. Epic. Yeah, it's it was epic. epic and great. Um, let's just say at one point I took eight shares in the game. In one round. In one round. In one round. You take <laughs> yeah, one yeah. round. I took oh eight man. Shares. That's you can take up to 30. You can take up to 30. That, wow. On that map. Yeah. And, and was, we weren't, that far off. No, I, mean, I think I finished with like twenty-two shares yeah. or something. Oh my <laughs> goodness! It was a blast, though. I mean, it was a it was a really fun map. Uh, but the whole con, I mean, just everything. Oh, Everybody was so yeah. like I said, Chad and Kevin, great hosts. And then on top of it, you don't have to learn any rules. Oh. You sit down and everyone knows how to play the game. You yeah. just go over the rules for the map, and then you're going. It was that is pretty so cool. nice. It was so nice. Uh, unfortunately, we broke that string on Sunday when we started to learn a game. But anyways, yeah. we'll talk well, about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm jealous. But anyway, uh, you had you met a lot of punch punchers there, too. Some for the first time as well, yeah, right? Yeah, we, we got to meet Tim for yeah, the first time person, ever. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I was Tim sad was about that. He seems like a great guy when we played online and all the interactions oh, and stuff. He's such a nice guy. We had so much fun. And then the end of the con, I found out 
he's a big Doctor Who fan too. Ah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, well, he can come to so. Fort Con next time, and that can be your, you know, <laughs> you can watch Doctor Who the last day. Well, my, maybe maybe at PPCon I'll have Doctor Who rolling in the background. All right, so, all right. Uh, which reminds me, I need to talk to you guys. I got a little bit of information on Ooh. possible possible spot. So I'm, but. I don't want to give away too much That's right exciting. now. That's so, exciting. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll where talk. to hold the pee We'll talk for the pee con. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I know you guys have been playing games. I, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to tell me about some of them. Well, I mean, you want to hear about every single Age of Steam map I played? Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hold up. <laughs> uh, well, I played other things besides, you know, Age of Steam. Okay, I yeah. And a, you guys have the... Yeah. the Patreon podcast, you'll definitely, you have, now you have a lot of maps to talk about. Uh, yes. So if you would like to hear a little bit more in depth of, uh, of the con weekend, Hey, all you gotta do is become a patron. Hey, we'll, uh, we'll let you in on it. You know what? This seems like a great time to say thank you to two of our new Patreons too, right? Absolutely. I think that's a great, uh, they could listen to this. Yeah. A super duper thank you to our two newest patrons. Matthew Crow and Tom Falbo. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. As always, we know not everybody here has the uh, the funds or the ability to donate towards uh, our Patreon, and we totally get that. We appreciate all the listens, all the uh, clicks on our social media, all the retweets, all the the reviews you can post. Those are really helpful to us too. And just telling a friend about how great uh, this crazy podcast is that you listen to so we appreciate all of it and again an extra special thanks to to our patrons and if you do want to join you can certainly do that uh, on our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash punchboard paradise and you will get to listen to a backlog of richie and clef talking about their great plays of age of steam maps so there's a little bonus for you and, and coming soon chad's 18xx podcast yeah. yes talking to himself about yeah. 18xx games <laughs> I, I might tune in for that, I honestly. Tune in. <laughs> and I said to myself, should I upgrade this track? And I thought, no, I'll wait. Here's what you said to yourself. Come on, Jacobson. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you. You played other games besides Age of Steam. What did you play? Clint? Well, I played an epic game. I mean, this is a huge table hog epic game from Capstone Games, Rift Force. that's a card game oh card game i played that game too and i was a little confused (laughs) because the way you're describing it is not how i remember it okay uh sorry maybe that i'm thinking arc right my bad okay so i played rift force it's a two-player game Uh, two-player game my friend brent he bought it and he basically said it's going on my shelf shelf i said hey let me uh let me borrow it before that happens so i can play it and i roped one of mason's friends in and sat down and played it and uh yeah, if I owned it, it'd be going on my sell shelf. So uh, why did Brent buy this, Mister Coin Games? I have no idea. Yeah. I, I, I let's not. I will say the art looks really nice. Uh it's pretty. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's a good production. Nice. Yeah. yeah, nice production, but just kind of blah. Uh, a little bit. I mean, now you're basically you're supposed to be drafting these wizards or um, whatever they are. They're supposed to be, and you're supposed to draft like four each, and then you have. Almost like a, oh, a shot and totten type of thing where you have mm-hmm. these barriers and you're playing these cards on either side of these barriers. And then your cards will then, on your turn, you can basically either play one number or one color of cards 
or you can like spread them out into three different piles if they're the same, or you can activate a certain color by discarding a card, or you can draw back up to your hand size. And if there's any one particular section of the wall that only you have your, I'm just going to keep saying wizards because I can't remember what they're called, but yeah. on your side, then you score points and you're just trying to first person to get to 15. And if you kill one of their wizards, you get I believe some points. And I believe they're rift mages. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> the rift mages. Um, but, it, but of course it says to draft them, but of course the first game, what are you, you're not going to draft them. You don't know what's going on. You know, you're no, just like, you just sure, gotta take random factions. Four and I'll take four. And I just, uh, you know, and I was playing, like I said, one of Mason's friends, Jordan, who's a big magic player, you know? So mm -hmm. I thought this will be a good, you know, I'm interested to see what a current magic player thinks of it, you know, because certainly that's what they're kind of trying to say. Hey, this is a little bit, you know, obviously not near uh, magic's a whole another world, but, um, and he had the same opinion. He was like, it's just kind of boring. There's just not a lot. I'm not saying there weren't decisions to make. There was certainly some. No, but to like really so. like to really draft them and know what you're doing with the different uh, mages or whatever yeah. they are factions, you'd have to play that game a ton. Right. And it does not have that many plays in it to begin with. And then for that matter, I think there was only like 10 ones to draft yeah. from. So it's not like you got like no. a lot of choices. Uh, odd. And I mean. You know, and I know Capstone has done a lot of different things here lately, but this is an odd title for them. I mean, it certainly seems very different from what even their newer style of kind of games are going on. So, right, in, it's sort of uh, in between like a family weight and a heavy, kind yeah. Of game. Okay, yeah, yeah it's just strange. It was a little strange. It's got um, a hint of Smash Up. And not yeah, that's a, what I was going to say. It not sounds in a good like way. Shot and Totten with yeah. Smash Up. Yeah, not in a yeah. good way. Yeah, I, I the whole time I was playing, I just thought. I would just rather be playing Shot and Totten, which is just yeah. an amazing game, you know, and just yeah. perfectly done. So um, it's definitely just going to be a hard pass ever to play this. And even if somebody said, hey, you want to play it, I'm, I'm definitely out now. It's it's quick. I mean, if it's something that you have a few minutes, I guess it's very portable. It doesn't take a lot of room. And it's or, on Board Game Arena. So, so if you want to just try it out for free, try it's on it out there. there. So, but uh, That's too bad. I, yeah. I really love that color palette on those cars. That's a neon and hot pink, and that's kind of pretty. But yeah, well. Yeah, well, what can you do? That's Richie. all I got. <laughs> what uh, what, what you else been have you playing? been playing, Richie? <laughs> uh, I played uh, Gollum with uh, Joe Farrell. Oh yeah, oh. I played it on. The, they have a a nice tabletop simulator mod for it. Cool. And it's almost like a slightly more complicated mixture of Grand Austria Hotel and Newton. Ooh, okay. I like those. Okay. okay. And one thing. I don't know as far as the physical version if they're going to have. They need a player aid. A player yeah. aid. It does not look like there's one. I mean, based on the components that I looked at, it doesn't look like there's one in there. But it needs a player aid. It's kind of like uh, what was it? The the tea game that you all that you wrote out your own little Tail flow chart on. on. Yeah, to walk on. Yeah. Uh, you need because it's very procedural as you go through the steps. Uh -huh. uh, but the way that it works is that at the beginning of a round, you're going to take all the marbles, and it's the same mechanism that was in the Lorenzo card game. So you drop the marbles into this oh, little cathedral right. uh -huh. and they roll out into the different actions. Mm -hmm. And on your turn, you're going to you're going to draft two marbles and then you can also take one rabbi action. Okay. okay. So when you draft the marbles, it's just like Grand Austria Hotel, whereas there's a bunch of different actions that you can take. When you take the marble, your power is based on how many marbles were there when you picked up that okay. action. Okay. okay. And then you will do the action. And what you're trying to do is just score points. I. The theme, it's based in Jewish lore with the the golem. 
That's as far as I go. The, I, I'm going to help you out. All I'm right, help, help me out, Chad. So, <laughs> so the golems were, it's sort of a Frankenstein story, actually. The golems mm-hmm. were meant to be a protector for the the Jewish people, and they made them, but then they got out of control. So you're trying to mm-hmm. c- control the golems yes, now. Yes, and they do bit. get out of tr- yeah. control very quickly. Yeah. So, and they're good. Basically, at the be- very beginning of the round, the first thing that happens is that the, the golem, you have golem movement. They jump way ahead of your... Uh, students that you have on each track and there's three different tracks and at the end of the round you will lose points based on the distance between them the dif- the uh, the difference between them in distance okay so you know if your golem has jumped up nine spaces ahead of you you'll lose nine points just oh. on that track and you'll look at each track okay for that uh, but they give you super powerful actions Uh, So they're very helpful, but obviously you have to be able to rein them in. So, I mean, thematically, it seems like it works based on what you said. So, yeah, you're drafting two marbles. You do those actions, and then you will take a rabbi action, which is basically like a little worker placement pawn that you'll place. Uh, And there's only like four spots available. It's a lot of do this to do that to score points. And then the Newton, as far as like the little mixture of Newton, there's, there's some card play in there where you can draft these cards uh, and you'll place them on your board and they trigger when you place them. And then you, there's ways that you can trigger them again. And they it's almost the exact same setup as the cards in Newton. But it's a whole lot of it's, it's a point salad. You're scoring points mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. I do like the Gollum part. Of, that was definitely my favorite part of the game is managing that. And then you can also kill your Gollums. Mm-hmm. And then when you kill them, you get different uh bonuses off of that so it it it's interesting i only got to play it once and uh it was before age of steam con so you know age of steam has kind of taken over the brain so it's not all there but i'm definitely gonna pick it up when it comes out and get some more plays in that's uh i I love games so the, the newton thing i love games where you're making your individual actions more powerful and kind of like giving yourself abilities i dig that yeah yeah, Newton's one of those games that for me that still doesn't go along with my normal I like player interaction because there's not a lot of player interaction in the game, but yet I just like the puzzle in that and I just always Yeah, and there's know. not a lot of player interaction in this. Right. I mean, it's really the spots where you when you kill your golems, the the spots that they can go into are limited, but other than that, it's you just trying to work out your own puzzle and keep puzzle. keep them under control. But I mean, Luciani, he does a good job. So I mean, I'm yeah, it's a I'm solid definitely, game. Definitely yeah, worth checking out. And Nestor Mangone uh, mm-hmm. is in there too. I think so. Yeah, yeah, good song. It's great. Okay, I'm down. Yeah. You got me. It's right. one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Is that supposed to be coming out soon? Do we Came out at Essen. I don't know when yeah. it's coming over to the United States. Supposedly, the last forums uh, I think suggested January. Okay. But, uh, we'll just kind of see how to, you yeah, know, who knows so right hard, now, but, yeah. but that's where yeah. the, the, I think it's cranio creations. Yes. And so the, I think mm-hmm. it's, that's, that was the suggestion over in okay. the U S. So. Okay. All right. What about you, Chad? Well, besides the 18 XX that we obviously, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to hear play, about that. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I did get to play some good games today. Uh, today was veterans day, which, uh, Thank you to all the veterans out there mm-hmm. who might be listening. We appreciate your sacrifices and your family's sacrifices. Uh, but I will say uh, I, some friends had some days uh, off as well, and so I got to play some games today. And we played a game that was uh, sitting on my shelf of shame, finally. And, and Richie, I have to ask you, I don't know if you played this, but if you, if you don't have it, I'm kind of wondering why you don't. And that is uh, Kramer and Kiesling's Paris. I don't have it, and I don't have it because of Clef. Well, 
Look, I mean, I know. I don't. If you, if what, it's what, a, what if what Clef were to play root and you were to say to Clef, <laughs> no, Clef, should I get thing. root? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just Clef. It was someone else that said it was just kind of a little, little light, but little light. <laughs> but I'm definitely willing to play it. I just didn't go out and buy it myself. Yeah. I almost, I came close to backing the the latest Kickstarter where they had the expansion. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I still wanted to to play it before I did that. Well, it's a uh, the Cromer and Kiesling game is a typical Cromer and Kiesling game. I think it is very light on rules with some interesting decisions to make, and I like that it is to some extent very player driven. Um, it's not it's, so it is an area control because basically what it's about is you are real real estate developers in Paris, and you are vying for a lot of area control, but most points going along with that, and you can get certain tiles that help you do that, which also can give you end game bonus points. And there's a lot of resource conversion. You also have these player shields because, um, you can buy these, uh, these real estate tiles that you're trying to vie for, uh, area majority on. And, uh, so you don't want your money to be overly trackable basically because, um, you can do that. I think so. Basically, every round you have these keys behind your player screen, which you can get more of. But basically, what you're doing is you're taking a from one of three stacks. You're taking a face down uh, building tile, which is going to go one in one of these sectors in Paris. So you can place that uh, face up. You can choose one and place it face up in one of the sectors, and then you take one of your colored keys and you're going to place it on either a bank on the outer circle of Paris to get money, and kind of have a presence in that sector that you'll be then be able to move to a, a building if you can pay resources and money to be on that building, which will get you different things. So you'll have that. And then oh, you could also place a key in the Arc de Triomphe, which means that you'll be in the center. So you can basically place a key into any uh, building on a, on a later turn. Uh, consequently, if you already have a key out, then you can place it on a building if you can pay the resources and pay the money and that sort of thing. So it starts to get you things. Now, if you place it on a lower, uh, building, you're going to have less points for area majority, but you will get to move around this bonus track. And the bonus track has like a little investor guy, which if you, uh, move, forward on the bonus track you'll take a resource or an ability or a scoring tile that somebody else can't take but you can never move backwards so you could shoot way ahead right it's that Mm -hmm. sort of uh egizia takaido you know all those kinds of uh glenmore that sort of thing where do i move really far ahead and get the thing that's best or do i try to get the these things and we figured out quickly that the game is fairly tight with resources and money and so if you skip some of those things, you know, you got to find uh, good places elsewhere to get it. But my favorite thing is once there are four keys in one of those sectors of Paris, you can take a, a little chit that is an end game scoring tile, which uh, starts with uh, it has first, second and third place but points. And they start at 20 and they go all the way down to like 14 for first place. And then, of course, they're they're graded. Uh, but if you place your key, for example, and it's a fourth key somewhere, you will get to take a scoring tile and place it in any sector on the board. So not just the one you put your key in, mm-hmm. but any one that's out on the board. So that I like that uh, Cromer in some of his games, kind of like I'm thinking Palaces of Carrara, has that scoring agency yeah. where you feel in control of it and what you want to get when. Uh, there are also these legendary tiles that are off to the side, which require extra resources, and those can kind of overcome the normal uh, 
point scoring and, and coin cost of some of the other sectors. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's not a lot to think about, mm-hmm. but there's interesting push and pull. Now, this is the thing. I don't think it's, I wouldn't guess it'd be great at two. That's what I was about to ask. What, what player count did you play it at? Yeah, I wouldn't play it at two. Okay. Uh, I played it at three. I could see it being fun at four. Um, but yeah, I, th- I played mine at two. So that certainly okay. hurt it. It's very tit for tat other, yeah, in that case. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. I mean, as you were explaining the game, I was like, don't even remember anything about it that <laughs> <Not> much. <shocking. laughs> uh, I just remember playing it and thinking, you know, just a very lightweight Euro, but, you know, maybe, it, you know, more players might have made it a little more yeah. interesting. Yeah, but, it's yeah definitely- not being good at two, especially now that Knox is playing games, Jessica has taken that as a cue that she can stop playing games. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, uh-uh. like, I, told her, I was like, the boy can barely read, uh, so you're not allowed to just jump out yet. They're <laughs> making little side bets. She's like, to Knox, she's like, I will get you that transformer <laughs> if you go play a game with your dad right now. I taught him patchwork, <laughs> and uh, he, he was able to play it well. Nice. So, yeah. That's awesome. I had to get the Halloween version because that's he came down when Jessica and I were playing just normal patchwork, and he's like, "That looks boring." <laughs> so I got the Halloween version, and he, he liked he likes the eyeballs and all the Halloween. Yeah, stuff, yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. Why not? Okay, very good, very good. Speaking of games that uh, that we want to try, that we should try, that you guys got to try, we should probably go to our Kickstarter corner and talk about the the hot machine. Get on up. You mean a uh, horseless carriage? Yeah, we should talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we oh. can talk about horseless carriage too. You want to double dose? I pre-ordered yeah, it. I've yeah. pre-ordered it also. I mean, we don't know anything about it. I don't know anything there's about no it. There's no pictures. There's uh, very little description. Yeah. We're talking about the horseless carriage from 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 Splatter Spelling. So yes. we'll say, we'll save the we'll save the big Kickstarter corner music that everybody loves to hear yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for the second one. But we'll t- let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> um, so uh, I will say. That it is a it is much better art than, for example, the box can. Have you ever seen the Splatter Spelling game can? No, no. <laughs> oh man, oh you have to see it. Oh man, I hey, wish you, it's can not as in like a C A N E S. Yeah, you you need to look this up. So through the through the magic of of editing, we'll get Richie and Clef's response here. I mean, the donkey in Roads and Boats looks like Van Gogh. Compared to this can hey, box. As far as I'm concerned, the worse the art, the better the game is going to be. Right? <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I, I, it looks absolutely terrible, which means to me it's the probably game's pretty good. probably good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, the worse the art, I think the better the game right now. That's yeah, my new to, thought process. I got to play the original bus while I was you at Age of Steam Con yeah. with the original artwork. Yeah. And it is, it's busy it's and <laughs> ugly, but I enjoyed it quite yeah, a bit. Sure. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just going to make a board um, game then and uh, sure. you play it. Make it it's as the best game possible. I've ever played. <laughs> well, it's uh, got to have the Splatter logo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, well, yeah. I'll slap Not that anybody, on. okay? I'm just talking Splatter here when I Chad, say this. what's that backwards <laughs> stick figure? That's an otter. <laughs> it's all good. No, um, it's, it's on the top of the hotness. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I mean, everybody's excited about it. I mean, cars yeah. is a great, you know, automobiles is a really cool theme and they always do the theme yeah. in an interesting way. Yeah, and of course sure. it's, it's Splatter, So I'm sure, you know, uh, you know, r- right now until something happens different, I mean, Splatter pretty much can have my money sight unseen. I don't care. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's been since food chain, since they've released a new big release. Food I chain want is great. Them, food chain. Oof, so good. I mm, want somebody so to put out. Uh, to re-release Ur, like they were re-released Bus, like Capstone mm. did. Yeah, I would yeah. really like to see that. 
I've, I'm sure there'd be lots of good splatter titles that yeah. that would be nice to see. But yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking real quick of Food Chain, this we played a three-player game of Food Chain to start the con off. Yep. And Mason tried this new strategy, my my, my kid. And yep. uh, at one point, Richie goes, "All right, I'm going to sell a burger and get twenty dollars." And Mason goes. All right, I'm going to sell four coffee and make $120. And Richie's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say yeah, Mason <laughs> slaughtered us. Yeah. That's crazy. He tried a new uh, coffee strategy. It was really, really good. Uh, yeah, Four coffees anyway, and he made $120? That's uh, some kind of Starbucks. Yeah, he had yeah. the luxury yeah. manager. And yeah, he, yeah was, he was, he was, he, he did a good nicely. job. Yeah, he yeah. And Richie kind Ooh, of. That's good because he, he did him, yeah. terrible the rest of the con for any type of win. So. I, I, had to give him a, I had to give him a pep talk at some point. There like, I had to like. Give him like a mason. Son, you focus. Give him a pep talk. You are a Hayward. You don't perform like that. You go Pretty stand much. in the corner yeah. until you bid correctly. Yeah, because at some point we were all doing a uh, fist bump. We had won at least oh, one yeah, for game. winners. Yeah. Yes, and Mason was not allowed to be. In oh that man. Yet. Oh god. If I had gone to that con, it'd be me and Mason in the corner. Shoot. Hey, Mason won the game after I gave him. A he pep did. Talk. He needed that pep talk. He needed the pep talk. And he, he, got, he got the win. He got the win. <laughs> well, let's talk about the game you guys played on Sunday. Let's go to our Kickstarter corner. All right. Uh, Chad, you want to give them a little uh, overview of the uh, good old Kickstarter corner there? And we'll then give All us right. Some- well, folks, it just dropped today. Hot off the presses on on Kickstarter where we recorded this. It is Weather Machine from Vital Acerta and uh, Eagle Griffin Games with art by the infamous, the fabulous Ian O'Toole. Uh, you guys got to play a copy because uh, somebody had a... Uh, had a pre-release copy at uh, at the con, huh? I think yeah. They say there's only yeah. like eight copies in existence. And Randall, he's the CEO of uh, Eagle Griffin Games, right? Sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, uh, he wow. had his copy there. So mm-hmm. he's the CEO, I believe. So okay, you guys rubbing elbows. Huh? So uh, you know that's that's how it goes at Agent right. Con. That's uh, yeah. So. You should have been there. Sweet. Should have been, <laughs> been there. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I this is what I didn't understand. Right? I felt like the. I felt like. Uh, oh gosh, should, what is, should we set this up here of, of what happened? Yeah, because okay. okay. So when we found out that there was a copy, okay. Now Richie and I having the greatest time of our lives playing Agent Steam, right? Yes. Had no desire whatsoever to stop and learn a, as we knew, it was going to be a very, very long teach. Right. Yes. yes. There, the One of the games that uh, Jason got bankrupt out of a game, and it, it was actually good because he had to go study up, basically, to teach us this game, and he had yes. to write six pages of notes. Yes. So. Six pages of notes just to try to help teach us the game. Okay? So, Richie and I both are like, well, we'd rather just keep playing Age of Steam but if we play Weather Machine and then FaceTime Chad and say, hey, look what we're playing. <laughs> and just have it in the background. Oh, or <laughs> It's going to be so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I got like all this flurry of text. Like like basically Richie was trying to get me and then Clef was like desperate. And he, of course, because I had never met 
Tim, our punch punch uh, listener from face to face, and he was like, "Tim really wants to see your face. Jump on Facetime." I was trying it to worked. say anything. We, yeah, that we was the only anything. thing because I I like our punch punch a lot. <laughs> that was the only way we, we was going to go out. out everything he we totally could. manipulated me, played on my heartstrings, uh, and then of course in my face. Look what we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly, we could have just packed up the game and moved we're off. Probably, of this. Yeah, that's all we. But, that's all we wanted. But, but. Uh, <laughs> it was chance versus. You guys are mean. <laughs> you guys are mean. <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if only if we had come to Aegis Team Con and not gone to 18xx place of a jigger. Yeah. Uh, I still was. I'm. Uh, that's still paying dividends for me. So. All right. So. But I, I next next year maybe I can do both. We'll see. Eh, well, who knows. But tell uh, me a little bit about weather machines. So you're like on this professor's staff. You're manipulating the weather, right? I don't know what you're asking, Clef. Um, <laughs> he, he did his Why classic. Why was he asking you? <laughs> hey, I, I definitely caught on faster than the rest of the people at the table. Did Clef sleep through what the teach, ever? though? You were cheating through half the game. So no, that's <laughs> that, a... <laughs> we did, that was a missed rule. Jason did a fantastic job teaching, and there is just so much he in did. the game. Yeah, Jason, uh, appreciate that teach. Uh, but yes, uh, Lativ, uh, you is the... Basically, it's kind of like it almost felt like a mixture of the galleries and combo. Yeah, combo and okay. definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if but, you know those, will that help you? You think? Yes, yeah, absolutely, hundred oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. percent. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and if you're familiar with uh, Lacerda games, this is a Lacerda it's game. It's a Lacerda game. There's definitely. no question about that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you have your one uh, worker uh, that's you in like a lab coat jumping around. There's five mm-hmm. different, or te- technically, there's only three four different spots. Four different spots that you yeah. can actually go into. There's a fifth one. It's just his office, and that just triggers That's the just end of a round. Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, on your turn, you're going to move to a spot, yep. take the action, and basically what you're trying to do is try to fix the weather that Latif's experiments are jacking up. Right. Is the theme. Is that he's like a ret- he's he's getting ready to retire or something like that, and he's doing all these different ex- experiments, okay. and every time he does an experiment, it actually makes the weather worse. Right. Oh man. So you are trying to gather these different gears, these different chemicals, and then go and try to time it out to that when you put your robot on the little I can't remember what the middle the lab in the lab maybe. Okay. Uh, Possible. <laughs> you're trying to set it up so that when that runs when the certain weather pattern runs you that one that all the spots are filled by robots whether it's yours latives or other players and then you have enough science to score the victory points that are on that scoring tile so you're setting it up yeah. so you can when when the weather happens you can score the science points on the tile essentially and there's different bonuses that you can get from it and yeah yeah you've got some uh you have all kind of different um like uh, resources in the game where you have science resource and you have like a, uh, I don't even remember what else those things. Which guy you, in a top hat. Yeah. We kept calling them the gents or something, but yeah. I mean, I don't, that wasn't it, but yeah, there's, uh, there's several tracks on your main supply. player. Board. Yeah. So yeah. you have these different tracks that you use and like, when you go to a spot, you're going to gain one type and then you have to spend another a different type. type. So they're yep. all kind of intermingled there. Um, yeah. And you're, I mean, very Kanban in the fact, like I said, when you go to an area, you like you're just you're moving into an area. And then if there's other players there, you'll get some other bonuses if they're to the left of you. But the better action is on the right or whatever, you know, might be the opposite there. But and if Latif is there, 
you get like an extra science or something. Mm -hmm. And then that's how he moves around. So it's not quite at first, you know, I thought, oh, we're going to jump on Latif and he's going to punish us for not doing good or whatever. No, it's not like Sandra. So it's, it's more uh, like nice Sandra. Uh, like, Super like almost nice. like Sandra's, <laughs> you know, Sandra's about to check out for the day. So yeah. here's a little something for you. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> not the tour. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, the game is beautiful. And we just heard what I said about, you know, uglier games are better. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely not a cleft game. Um, for sure. Especially now. It is. It's a Lacerda. I'm going to tell you right. If you love Lacerda games. Yeah, you're going to love this. You're going to love it. It is everything that you hope for in a Lacerda game. I mean, all the actions are interactive. Uh, you know, you got these bonus tiles. I mean, I literally at some point took a 30 minute turn. Yes, like the first 15, I mean, 15, 20 minutes of that was just your bonus action. Yeah. Now, granted, we're learning it. You know, I mean, it's not. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm being facetious about 30 minutes, but it was a long it time. Was <laughs> it was close. Maybe not. It was real close. Um, it's, you know, it has everything that you want in a Lacerda. Executive actions. Executive action. I mean, the executive actions were probably the least executive type of things that normally, because normally has a lot of stuff that goes on, where this was just basically switch out some gears or a couple of things. I don't know. Yeah, it depends. There, yeah. There's a section where you can help the government build machines that try to affect the weather in a positive way. And when if you're going to that spot, you are putting your robots up into, the, and it's almost like the gallerist, the uh, international market for the gallerist, where you're putting right. your robots up there, and you can get action tiles that way. Uh, and then those you can use for executive actions. And some of them are powerful. Like uh, at the very beginning of the game, uh, Michelle and I went there and we were able to activate ones that allow us to take yeah. another action uh, without having to use the resources, which is super powerful, especially right. very early in the at, at, in the game. Yeah. Uh, so there are tiles like that. So some of them are great like that. And then some of them are just grab a chemical Yeah. or grab or, you know. Yeah. Build a free robot, something yeah. like that. And 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 since Richie and Michelle both went first and second, they went right in and got those. And then Farrell and I got got stuck on something else that wasn't all that good for our first turns or whatever. So I, I, that that part I wasn't so sure that I thought was I didn't like that part. Maybe just because I wasn't first or second. <laughs> no, they part. are super powerful. And I mean, I guess I, when you're starting the game, you you you'll get a random gear. And then I think you still get to pick a gear, though, don't you? I can't remember off the top of my head, but I thought, Ugh. oh, no, we, we got to do a supply at the very yeah. beginning and buy, like, all, all of our resources and stuff it. like yeah. that. So, yeah, I don't see how the first and second player don't just go there you don't, and take those super powerful yes, actions. I'm sure people who played the game a lot maybe would say something different, but I can't imagine it. I would imagine that has to be your first action if you could. Well, so um, obviously you only played four player. Do you think it would play pretty pretty well at two? Uh, there is no, I actually think you want the more players, even though it's definitely going to add on a lot of time, but it's, it sounded like from what we read and this could all change, obviously, you know, during the Kickstarter, since it's technically still in development. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this was a pretty finished version yeah. that we had. I mean, I this looked no like, idea. Yeah, yeah, it was all there. Um, that really nothing changes as far as the way Latif moves around the board. Cause oh, every time you right. go to a spot with mm -hmm. Latif, he moves to the next section mm -hmm. and then eventually he'll end up in his office. And that's what triggers the end of a round. Right. Uh, and nothing really changes in a two player game with that. They, he still only moves when you go to his section. So they, they didn't change it for that. They just changed 
I believe the number of spots at every action space. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but that was it, really. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, um, once again, I mean, I think I've just discovered for myself that I'm just not that the Lacerda games just are, are not what I'm looking for in a game right now. I mean, I know, I mean, a lot of our punch punch obviously love Lacerda. And I mean, once again, if you're a Lacerda fan, like I know Evan is a big Lacerda fan. This is going to be right up his alley. I mean, mm -hmm. he's, he's going to love it. Um, I will say once again, the, the other part, it, Richie and I were talking about this. I think that the harder part is just when you ever play these games, if you play with anybody who doesn't know how to play, I mean, just it's that a, teach. It's a long just, teach. You know, it's so hard to teach, too, because it's like, okay, I'm going to explain this section, but it interacts with five other things that go on. It's so hard to go, okay, okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll explain that later. Oh, I'll explain that later. You know, mm -hmm. and you just go. And then as Richie and I said, you get to the end, and it's all of a sudden like, I don't remember <laughs> the first half of that teach right. because it's been so long with the second and half. And then to try to figure out the strategy around or why you're doing this. Yeah. To then yeah. later on be able to do something else that will score you sure. points. I think sure. this game or Lacerda's games in particular benefit specifically from um, gaming rules. Paul Grogan's uh, style of teach where he goes, okay, I'm going to give you a couple options here. You, you want to do this or this? Okay, you'll do this. And then, and then you go, okay, we'll see what happens. And then, you know, so you teach it a little bit piecemeal and you can't be hung up on trying to win the game your first play. No, you definitely can't be hung up on that no. for sure. Um Which but it, I mean, it's tough. Yeah. It, it's one of those that uh, I enjoyed the the game once we got going. The issue for me is that if you know if I backed it by the time I get the game, I you know it's all going to be gone, which is tough with Lacertas. Like I I almost just want to keep the Galarus, Vinos on Mars, and like those are my Lacertas, and I play those every once in a while, and I at least have a, some idea how to play them going into it. Learning constantly learning new Lacertas for me is tough just because it's, it's yeah. just it's too much to keep in your head and it, it's going to be gone eventually. And then having to teach someone is tough, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, and I mean, at least midway through that game, I noticed every time it was somebody's turn, they would take their turn, and the other three players would just be like not even at the table. Yeah, I mean, like there's they were just you know because your own puzzle. There's so no, much downtime, no interaction. And for really. me, that's yeah. I mean, I just that's not what I look for in a game right now. I know a lot of people do. So I mean, this is definitely, like I said, if you're a Lacerda fan, I mean, Chad, you're gonna love it. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind, Chad, you're mm -hmm. gonna love it. I mean, because I I I like both. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I I like I like train games where we interact. Sure, I like sure. you know, but there are times where I just. It's just a sweet spot. Eagle Griffin plus Eno Tool plus Lacerda is just kind of a sweet spot for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I but I, you. but I hear you. You're not in the minority, and we've talked about how you know it's not it's not for everybody. I just talked about Paris, right? Like Paris, we we taught that thing for like maybe five ten minutes, and then we we're like, let's go. And it was more about like let's figure out. Ooh, I don't know what happens when you do this. Oh, so I can see that's obviously yeah. the kind of thing you'd want to mm -hmm. do, and it's all interaction. Yeah. It's all interaction in mm -hmm. your in your three you know things. So now, I get that price point. Price point Woo! for this one is one twenty nine, and I just think it's it's inflation because look on here on the website you can do add ons, and the add ons for for the gallerist it's one hundred and eight for Venus it's one forty four. For uh, Escape Plan in Lisboa, it's 126. So yeah. I mean, 144. Yeah, for Kanban yeah. EV, yeah. it's 135. So well, it's, it's 
And I think that somebody said that, you know, the shipping is going to be like another 20, 30 bucks, you Eight, know, 18 so, or 19 in the so, U S so something like that. $150 yeah. for, for whoo, that yeah. gun game. So but you, you do have to decide yeah. if, that's if what you, you are want. a Lacerda fan, yeah. you're going to love this. I, yeah. Hands I, down. I think you would really enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoyed it once I started going. It's just the fact that I know by the time I play it again, I'm going to forget the rules. And I, I just don't want to go through the yeah. teach again. I, I just spent uh, whatever. I don't even know. hundred whatever euros oh, it was horse, for yeah. a horse carriage and, and don't even blink an eye. So, I mean, it's not like if it's something you love, you, don't yeah, blink an jump eye. In. Jump in and right. get it. You're gonna love it. It's it's a very. And I think Randall said they're gonna so. do metal gears. Yes, that's a nineteen dollar add-on yeah. for the metal gears. If you want them, they look kind of cool. Each wow. metal gear has a different style to them. So if that's if that's your, I mean, because for some wow. people it's just part of the experience is getting out that game with bling and showing people at the table. Oh, and yeah. everybody yeah. has their. It is a table presence. It's, oh yeah, we had uh, so many people just stopping by and, and yeah, just checking oh, yeah. it out. Yeah, and that absolutely. was the prototype. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. There you go. Great. And uh, yeah. So. All right. Well, Punch Punch, check it out. If you like Lacerda, this is something that you probably already know about, but you know, it's uh, worth a look-see. All Speaking right. of things that are worth a look-see. Well, that would be the great selection of games at Hobbytown in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, so if you are part of our Punch Punch and you live yeah. in or around Lincoln, Nebraska, you should uh, you should support our one of our, our favorite sponsors, right? Absolutely. They've got a great selection of games. I mean, it is just a huge selection. And if they don't have what you want, hey, they'll order it for you. And guess what? You don't have to pay shipping. Ooh, that's always nice that in this is day and big age. In this day and age, they've got a couple of different locations in town. So go on over there and see them. Hey, they can give you some great game recommendations, also, or if, just even if you want to chat about a game. Well, because a lot of the a lot of the staff are are gamers too, right? Absolutely. So that's a yeah, great place. So I got a question for you though. Yeah. Is say you're Richie and you Ooh. just took a bunch of melatonin. Yeah. It's one in the morning. Ooh, I'm ready to spend. It's okay. one in the morning. Can you go over and and go to go to the store and get a game? Well, I don't think they're open quite at that point, Chad, but I think they're probably open normal business hours, but they are absolutely great bunch of people over there. So go go on over there to Hobby Town in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, one of our international listeners, uh, Jamie Roof, left us a little mailbag question in Slack. Okay. And he wants to know, some of our favorite gaming moments. Oh, I wow. like it. I like this. Solid one. question. I, yeah. You know what? I want to start off right away because okay. this one happened just this past weekend. Oh, at Aegis team con and had nothing to do with Aegis team. Whoa. Okay. All right. So we got done with the end of our first long day of gaming mm-hmm. and Jason Brent said, Hey, you guys want to play some skull King? Well, of course, you know, we all enjoy playing a little Skull King, you know, it's a nice little wind down. <laughs> so we were playing, a, I think it was an eight player eight game, player eight game, player yes. game wow. of Skull King. Yeah. This involved um, me. Yeah. I didn't even know <laughs> you right. could go up to eight players with Skull uh, King. With the new, the new, new version. Game, yeah. You, you only get eight cards in the last three rounds. You oh, never okay. get more than eight cards, but, okay. um, but lots of fun. And, the, and of course it has the two new cards in it, the uh, white whale, and then it has the Kraken. And remember, the Kraken always, like, destroys the entire hand. Yeah. Well, we were playing this round and got down to we had our last cards, right? And Richie needed one more to make his bid. And at some point, whoever they lead. It was a decent bid. Yeah. Yeah. Decent bid. But they lead out with the Skull King, right? And then there was somebody next to me, and then I think Richie was next, or it was me, and then a couple people. people. Yeah. Yeah, Richie was, like, close to the line a little bit. 
And somebody threw that, and all of a sudden, Richie just slams down the mermaid. He's all excited. And <laughs> the whole table's like, yelling. Yeah, you know. And all of a sudden, I go, and like, you skip me, and all of a sudden, I go, uh, what happens when I play this Kraken? They were just like, ah! <laughs> uh, no, Tim great. said that uh, your your little victory dance after that was one of his oh, favorite moments. Of, I was of so the happy. I didn't, you know, didn't even. I, makes in that game it makes no difference about winning the game. In my opinion, it's just all about having the yeah. fun. And it was just, it was a just amazing. When moment. you mess yeah. up somebody's hand that they're counting on, it's uh, so much fun. Yeah, so I mean that's fun. the that's the game really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then like the next night we were playing blind bidding and like at some point i think we were like round seven all seven of us went zero for our bids <laughs> oh my gosh that's uh, rough uh, we actually got to play with another uh, listener dan yeah what do you remember his last name uh, leonard yes, leonard dan leonard that, yes. yeah dan leonard um he actually we I, we played a few games of age of steam yep, with him. I, got a, I got in and play with him yeah and then we put we played some skull king with him mm -hmm. too so i think yeah, we so. yeah i think that was his first time playing skull king it was his oh, first fantastic. time yeah he was yeah he so seemed like he had he, fun uh yeah i think yeah, he I was think a little bit it. like whoa these people we were a little, little crazy. loud <laughs> we, were, we were we were hooping and hollering it was a it was a good old time oh, but man. uh yeah so that's just that was a great uh you know that is i awesome. won't talk about the uh the drive afterwards to the jack of the box and then it was closed and then yeah that, we almost got killed on the way back. Patreon. Richie was <laughs> Richie forgotten how to drive a stick shift at some point. It was, no, it was, no. It was a little rough. I can't help that your son has a weak stomach. <laughs> hey, do you? Well, if you eat Jack in the Box tacos, anybody can have a weak stomach. I tried. I tried to get Did Richie you eat Jack one, in the Box. Richie? No, no. We, we attempted two times to get Jack in the Box, and they were both they were closed. It was, closed. It was a twenty four hour Jack in the Box, always closed. And, it, and the one that was clo the other next closest was was closed. Closed also. too. Yeah, no. Richie. So that's a sign. No, no, hey, I, I went. Uh, Tim, Tim was ready to get some Jack in the Box tacos. So. Tim was. So. We ended up going to Slaps Barbecue, and we Ooh. made the the better choice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so. well, debatable. Tim, debatable. Tim, poor Tim is impressionable. <laughs> uh, well, that's great that your memorable gaming moment includes Richie, because like I feel like. <laughs> I feel like my my memorable gaming moment. I feel like I have a like when I think back of memorable gaming moments. Uh -huh. Like you and I have had some great gameplays, some very good heart to hearts, all these things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I have like a almost like a '80s style montage, like like you know, just sort of what I think of these moments, like credits rolling, like Richie, you're the best, yeah, around. Oh, no, no more oh. like show me that smile. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Richie throwing chits at me, or like, or more like, more like uh, Richie getting really pissed at me in Twilight Imperium when I didn't know that he was going to go oh, blow up me. Oh, yeah. 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 I ruined plan. the whole plan. Or, 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 or like the Dune game that we had this summer where, I, uh, where. Corey comes back to the table and goes, Chad, why are you doing that? And I was like, well, Richie said, and then Richie goes, I said that when he was in the kitchen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are, my, I just have Richie gaming moments that are pretty memorable. Yeah, that blowing up Mason's whole fleet probably would have been my top gaming moment. If, <laughs> if I hadn't ruined if it If he for hadn't you. ruined it. <laughs> I just, the funny thing is I totally blundered into it. It wasn't a calculated no, yes. thing at all. <laughs> and I almost pulled you aside I knew that once you saw me coming over there, that you would be threatened. And I mean, you really can't piss. If you piss Chad off in any game, it carries over. Like, it's not it's not done just at that game. It will be taken out on you at some other point. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I, I thought of another just a fun little one. I remember this is back when Chad and I first were playing games. 
We had learned how to play Vino's, the 2016 version. And then at some point we were at the game shop one day and we we're like, hey, let's play Vino's, but let's play the 2010 version. It can't be that different. And like, I don't know, an hour and a half into it, we both looked at each other and just said, okay, we're just going to quit because we have no idea <laughs> yeah. what's going on. Yeah. yeah. If you it think they're the same, no. they're not. No. <laughs> that led to the, the death spiral. Well, uh, uh, when you guys taught me that game. Yeah, yeah. That, so that was next time, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, and then I think the three of us would all agree, probably the greatest moment ever is the moment where Vince says, yeah. Oh, oh, well, my money's <laughs> worth the points. And the guy's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden I read the rule book and it says, no, if the city goes bankrupt, you're worth nothing. I'll never forget Vince <laughs> just, just throwing his stuff in the thing and just we, We've talked off. about, we've uh, talked about this several times, but crisis, I will just yeah. say it was a gameplay of crisis where the, at a con, the, the person who talked got the rule wrong. And as soon as Vince found out, he just tossed his stuff up and walked toward the front, the front door. We, we didn't even know if he was coming back. We didn't back. think he was going to come back. <laughs> I mean, we were laughing so hard. We didn't really care. Yeah, but. We were crying. We were crying. And the guy who taught the game was just like, <laughs> he, he did not know what to do. Oh, oh God. Uh, Richie, what, what, what's your favorite moment? I, I mean, I think we've hit them all. Yeah. <laughs> we've hit it. Yeah. yeah. Throwing the yellow and Yangtze when Chad thought oh. he knew how to score the game. But <laughs> he's like, look at all the cubes I got. got. Chad, you got zero you got, points. You got one color. So you, <laughs> you got nothing. Oh. <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's hey. I'll tell you, just the years of getting to play games with you guys is, is one of my favorite things. I mean, that's. That's why we'll still say the online world just does not do the same that the in-person gaming. Does. Oh no, I agree absolutely. Right. Yeah. Uh, so punch punch, we hope you get you get many more of those kind of memories as well. But now we are going to come to the epic conclusion of our draft. Are we ready to do a little drafting? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Richie, tell everybody how we draft here at Punchboard Paradise. So in Punchboard Paradise, we like unique lists. That's why we draft. And it's a serpentine draft, which all that means is that if you draft last in the first round, you will draft first in the second round. We're going to roll off. We're going to try to beat Chad. I don't know if yeah. it's going to happen. I don't know it either. And going through his list, because I went back and looked through his list, he got Age of Steam. Yeah. Uh, food chain magnate, two games he won't play with us anymore. Yeah, no, doesn't even play. <laughs> yep. I will play those. Yep. Um, tramways. And he got tramways. Yeah. Which I got a copy of tramways from a listener. I and, uh, I didn't know that he was a listener. I was pinging around on BGG trying to find yeah. someone. Yeah. And uh, he's in uh, Wisconsin and yeah. gave me a good deal. Nice. So, oh, that was yeah. nice. Okay. All right. We ready to roll? All right, we're rolling. Here we go. Seven. Seven. Ooh, you guys all right, we gotta roll off. off. I got a three. Chad did not win. That's Fine all that matters. Exactly. I don't even care after that. Seven. Okay, all right. I did care a little, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good. Well, I'm going first. Uh, Clef, I think you've earned the second with the. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. All right, uh, Chad, you're going last. Yeah, uh, clearly. Yeah. All right, I'm starting off with my number. Good. Ooh. Because I said that I wasn't going to draft this other number, and when I drafted uh, Imperial Settlers. Uh, and then I went through the whole number list of games, and there wasn't much there for me. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take Seven Wonders Duel mm. as my number pick. Okay. Uh, just a, a great little. And you know, we had the board court last. We did. I last think episode. I, I of, think I won with yeah. that one. Yeah. 
but fantastic two-player game. Uh, and if you get a chance to try out the expansion, it's one that you can play the base game, you can play with the expansions, whatever you want. It, it's all good. Uh, and apparently, because they just released the uh, top 200 for solo game, but apparently during the pandemic, they released a really good solo bot for this as well. If you are um, you know, on lockdown or something like that and hmm. need to get your gaming in, the, the, apparently this one's really good. A little solo print and play that you can throw in there. Okay. So Seven Wonders Duel for my first pick. Right, very, very excellent pick. Well, I feel like I, whoa, boy, this is tough because there's not a lot in any of these letters. No. no. But I think <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the good old last letter of the alphabet and the Z. And I'm going to take a What's Your Game game. Now I've been told I pronounce this wrong every single time by a listener, so yeah, I we need to, Jamie to yeah. So I, do I our... so I'll just uh, say that it's uh, it's the Z game from What's Your Game, <laughs> Jamie. Uh, sorry, we'll try again. <laughs> Zanguo, Z- Zanguo. I hope well, that that's correct. I I'm sorry. We tried to listen to various pronunciations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So if I'm yeah. saying it wrong, I apologize. But anyways, great game. Uh, a lot of uh, interesting, uh, you, you know, great Euro mechanics. Uh, you're basically trying to help build the Great Wall of China, and then you're putting in governors to try to kind of quash rebellions, and you're p- making these people work and stuff where you can get unrest, and so you got to deal with that. Uh, but just a lot of cool things, and then its its main mechanism is the cards, where when you play a card, uh, you can either put it into your tableau or you can put it up into the take actions. And then if it's a number that's higher, you know, or certain situations, you get to do a certain action, or if it's lower, you get a bonus action of activating your tableau. Very cool game. If you haven't tried that one from what's your game, definitely go in there and give it a shot. So that is my Z for Zen, Zen Gao, Zen Gao. It's getting worse. (laughs) Now he's just mumbling. (laughs) Chad, you're up. Okay, so this means I get two picks back to back. Uh, I will go with... uh, I'll go with my Y and my Z because... That's that's gonna be the toughest one. So Y is is, is easy. Uh, this for me stands head and shoulders above all the other Y games pretty easily. It is uh, Hisashi Hayashi's best game in my opinion, and I've played a few of them, even the small card games. But Yokohama, that company's out of business. I don't think you can choose them. <laughs> nice try. Uh, Yokohama is a great game. I just got my upgraded bits to this game. I haven't played Yokohama Duel, but I I I really like this game. I will still play it even at two players, even though there's not as much interaction in the two-player game. But you are basically uh, a corporation in uh, Japan, and you are trying to basically send around your uh, executives kind of to get different powered actions so that you can do exports and also kind of have an area majority on the top. It has a basically, it feels a lot like a much crunchier Istanbul where you're also fulfilling orders and and that sort of thing. But I just, I really like this game. I like how satisfying it is. I I like the variability because every spot is a tile that you're laying down. So the board layout can change quite a bit. So Yokohama is my Y game, uh, a really stellar game. Yeah. I've played it 19 times. I just looked. Wow. I mean, yeah, I loved it. You know, I, I think it's one of those games. I think I played myself out of it, but uh, um, so how long ago did you get those chunky big bits for it? Uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
I played with them. They're good. You played a game with them? Yeah. Okay. I taught Rihanna because I, I got her to play uh, uh, because there was a $10 copy at the, at the a sealed $10 copy at the uh, the local board game store. Okay. So I was like, Rihanna, you need this. So she. Wow. Yeah. Should've I don't think Rihanna has to worry about price. Yeah. She's doing pretty good. She, she is. Yeah. She's got so. a couple of. She has a song like Grammys. Diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, see, I mean, yeah she's, she's fine. She's good. She's, she's cool. good. Yeah. yeah. I just, I mean. Me and her are tight. I like to save her money. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, you've got you got the the best Z out there. I will say uh, there aren't very many Zs out there, so this is really <laughs> tough. Uh, but I'm going to go with a, a simple filler card game, Zularetto. Zularetto is still a classic game, and if somebody puts it out on the table, I am def- definitely going to play it. It's a what's well, the the board game. That's no, a board game. It's not even a card yeah. game. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking it's of Colorado. It's a board yeah. game version of, of the card game. Card yeah, game. of the card yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I got the, the names confused. But yeah, I, I, I still like it. It's a set collection game. Michael Schacht, I think, is is the is the designer on this one. And it's still, like I said, I, I probably prefer the card game a little bit more than the board game, but it's still a great game. And uh, I definitely like it better than most of the zombie games out there. So <laughs> my Z game is Zularetto. All right, very good. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and get my Y in here. And I got a couple of choices of some decent games. But I think the one that I'm going to choose is... it. uh, Some people call this almost like a step up from Lords of Waterdeep, and that's Yido. A very interesting mechanism. You certainly, you're buying lots of different cards and stuff, and you have... You have uh, missions that you go on to try to complete these, and you have to be in different districts and have different things. But there's like this, I don't know, police or something that goes around the board too. And if you ever get caught, you know, he'll like fine you or send you to jail. I don't remember exactly. It's been a while since I played it, but it has that really unique thing of he goes around, but he can, you can flip it for him to go back the other way. You have to collect these weapons, you have to do all this stuff. It's just a really good, fun, Euro game that I, you know, thoroughly enjoy and actually still have on my shelf to this day. And so that is Yido. Did you ever get to play the the Master Edition? Didn't no. Michelle get that? I, if somebody did, I have not gotten to play okay. it. It looks, the, it looks beautiful, the, 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 the yeah. deluxe version of it. Mm-hmm. All right, Richie, what do you got now? All right, well, I can save my Z. I wrote down three Z games. You guys named two of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I will go to my Y. I don't even think I have to worry about my Y, but I'll do my Y. So I'm going to take Yinch uh, for my why. It is uh, a fantastic abstract game from the Gift series. <laughs> Listen to the end of the episode if you want to know why they're laughing. <laughs> it's been a little bit since I played Yinch. It's on the, still on the shelf, though. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Uh, so good Yinch game. is going to be my why game. For I'm going to go to the the wild card. And we actually. Wow. Okay. We didn't really well, say. I don't worry about my Z. Z. Yeah, yeah, I don't worry about my Z. Oh, yeah. We didn't explain. Wild. So. You know, obviously the the alphabet didn't divide evenly, for us. <laughs> so we're we're allowed to draft another game that uh-huh. has not been drafted as our wild card to, to finish it out. And there's a lot of a lot of good ones on there. Oh yeah, still. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna take the one that I've been playing a lot here lately, and that's Grand Austria Hotel. Oh yeah, uh, for my wild card. Oh wow, good pick. Mm-hmm. That, that didn't pick. get picked from us. Wow. No, I mean, G is stacked. Yeah, G is stacked. We yeah. had Great Zimbabwe. We had uh, Great Western Trail. Uh-huh, you know, that's right. I mean, and I had Gaia Project. Yeah, mine, well, yeah. and those were solid. Those are all great games. Yep. Yeah. G wow. is G was great pick. Great so that's pick. that's my wild card. Okay. Yeah, nice one. All right, Clef. All right, well, I'm going to take uh, 
my number. And this is a game that when Chad first taught it to me, I was like, all right, I, I like it. Okay. But that remember that's old Clef. And so when new Clef learned this game six months or so ago, Oh, fantastic. And that is 1960 making of a president. Absolutely. If you like twilight struggle or any of the kind of variations of that, this game will be right up your alley. It's a lot of area control of trying to, you know, swing this, you know, either one player plays Nixon and one player plays Kennedy. And you're just trying to get the States to kind of be able to, you know, to vote your way, but it has card driven where you, when you play a card and, if it has it has an event on there, the event can be triggered by, you know, whichever player it is, even if it's good or bad for you. Just excellent game. Absolutely love it. And uh yeah, that's my number that's my number pick right there, nineteen sixty, making of a president. It's so weird. I, I was watching that show on Netflix, the uh they're time traveling. They have a suitcase that just like jumps them back in time and stuff like that, or forward in time. And I just feel like if I had that, it would be me showing up in your basement like a year later. You like 1861 now? You like it? <laughs> nope. Okay, gone. Right. And come back. <laughs> two years later. Two years You're in the future. I think I remember when you got that and you were trying to convince Clef to try it. Yeah. And he was just. Yep. He was like, like when you had no. your back turned, he looked at me. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yep. this is, uh, you know, this is the progression yeah. right here. So, yeah. All right, Chad, on to your last two picks. Okay, well, uh, you know, everybody's expecting it. And, uh, you know, I did I did consider 1960, but I left it as soon as Seven Wonders Duel was taken. I could kind of slow down on the numbers. I'm just going to go with my favorite 18xx. That's okay. what everybody's expecting me to do. You can't take the whole system. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my favorite at the moment is 1882. Uh, 1882 is in Canada and it's a crazy variant on the system of 1830. Basically there's a, a really rapid train rush so that things rust real quick. Your tiles, uh, that you get are very limited so you can screw somebody out. You've got a great teleport token and, and basically, uh, the Louis Rial and the revolt happens in Canada and that shuts down the whole railway line for a little bit. So it obliterates whatever you built for a little bit and then you have to build back. Uh, you've got these uh, other neutral tokens that you can put out on the board so you can't get blocked out. And then another train company that can come out later gets those neutral tokens as their home stations. Very, very interesting. Uh, very crazy. It ends if somebody goes <laughs> just, bankrupt. And uh, just every time he describes an 18xx game, it sounds fantastic. It's like it something I was we would just love. Like, this sounds so cool. But no, you will it not like it. It sounds so cool. <laughs> just, I mean, you end up buying another 18xx game <laughs> that you're just going to have to give to, to Chad as a Christmas yeah, gift. You know, I mean, I got to give him a Christmas gift anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so 1882 Assiniboia, uh from All Aboard Games is my number is my number pick. And then lastly, uh-huh. Uh, I can't believe I had to look back. I can't believe this wasn't drafted. This really is one of my favorite games in the last few years, even, and uh, usually makes my top 10, I think. And that's Barrage. Barrage to me is such a well designed game. I just feel like it's got that Gaia Project sort of thing of move down that track and get stuff off your player board to get the special ability of your of your group. You've got that economy of like, gosh, I really need to get this energy stuff going, but do I want to spend three workers to take that action? Mm -hmm. Oh man, can I 
afford to lay out all those resources of those like cement mixer guys and stuff like that around my wheel and plan for them to come back. It's, and then you got that whole, I can't believe you took my water just now. Did you, did I just watch you take my, you took my water. Damn it. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I really like that game. Great interaction. Yep. Yeah. I think we said when we drafted our bees, we were surprised that yeah, you didn't draft this one. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. So yeah. yeah. Good, good back pick. Thank you. Excellent. All right. So I guess I have my wild card here. And uh, boy, I'm I'm seeing Richie here's got Seven Winners Duel and Grand Austria Hotel, and Chad over here's got Yokohama and Barrage. So I think I'm just gonna pick one of my new favorite games that I've been playing here lately, and not worry because I don't think I'm winning anyways. So I am going to take an M game, and a game that just absolutely has drawn me in here lately, and I just absolutely love the system, and that is Maria. So it is a three-player game only, and it is very unique where the a, there are three different, well, three players, but one player plays one country, one player plays two different countries, and then one player plays three different type of countries. And like one works with one, just anyways, it's just absolutely fascinating how it is. But the board is the coolest thing, how it has a whole bunch of spots on the board and has like little grids that have one of the four colors or one of the four uh, uh, suits in a, in a poker deck. And that is whenever you go into a battle, the, you're going to have a handful of cards. You're going to use that particular suit to help like booster up your army or whatever, when you're having a battle. And so a lot of times, you know, there's like, Oh, well that would be a better spot for me to go to, to try to, you know, get into there. But Oh, I don't have any diamonds. So you know what? I'm going to have to kind of take this back way. So that way I don't get stuck in a spot where I, maybe I don't have a lot of cards of that particular suit. So maybe I'm going in here. So I have spades. So I got a lot of spades. So I'm going to go to the spade spot. So, uh, it just, you know, once again, this is a game that a couple of years ago, I wouldn't even have had an idea about, but I'm just telling you now, I just, I absolutely find it a fantastic, tremendous game. And I just, every time I look forward to playing it, even though it's supposed to go 16 turns before the ending, I've never gotten past eight turns yet of a game. I mean, it just somebody <laughs> wins before that. And I'm sure that's just due to our inexperience still. But anyway, so I'm going to take uh, Maria, and I'm going to hope for you to win, Richie. You're going to get at least one vote. Well, he can't give us 18xx. Well, that's Even true. if he wins, yeah, no, that's not happening. Well, here's the thing. We agreed that you had to have two plays of a game. You guys don't have any oh, more yeah, plays true. of 18 that's, 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 that's true, true. Yes. Okay, so I guess we're <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just worried. I'm so worried. I'm going to go vote well. for you, Richie, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> such powders. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, going with my Z. Uh, Zanguo was my first, and then Zularello was my second. Uh, Zombie Side Black Plague was my third. Whoa! I've played it once. Whoa! <laughs> I sold it after I played yeah. it. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Uh, but this is supposed to be the best of the Zombie Side additions because this is where they they switch the rule where if you're firing into a crowd, you you don't have to target your own people first. Uh, the thing that I didn't care for in it is it's just you you have to do a lot of searching. You have to search for certain things in order to even defeat certain enemies that come out. And and if you don't play with the, the full six players, at least the, the intro, then like two people have to play with two characters. And so they're, they're taking these super long turns and then it gets to the next person that they, they go really quick because they only have one sure. character. I didn't care for it. It's the last Z I got. 
So, so <laughs> zombie black play. I got Here's it. the here's the thing. I would actually, and I haven't played any zombie side, so I couldn't even put them on. I mean, my my next reach was going to be zombie dice because <laughs> that's what I oh, have. I should have drafted zombie yeah. dice. <laughs> I don't mind zombie dice. I'll play zombie dice. Yeah, like my my kiddos. You know, my kiddo yeah. Knox will play zombie dice. Yeah. I ha- I had a Z left uh, Kinesia, the uh, Zen Master. Remember that? Oh yeah, the game little, that Missy yeah. picked up at Cam's I didn't play it, so right, I yeah, I didn't play it. Yeah, so it was a little trick-taking game that wasn't wasn't too bad. Yeah, but uh, after that, I was I was done. That's why I had to get my Z out because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I mean, my number one. If I wouldn't have taken some seven one or duel, I would have had to take. Uh, it's it. The title's in German. It starts with a three, though. I can't even say the title. It's a little card game, so I I'd have just been in trouble. So I had okay. to get my number out of the way. Uh, I could have still had. Uh, you guys ever played one of those 10 days in oh, yeah, yeah. USA, Africa, that. or whatever? You know, So I had that kind of on the back burner. So Yellow and Yangtze was another Y that mm-hmm. we could have taken. I sure. Mean, yeah. I only had uh, one on my list. Uh, Yinzi was another that was the one, other that one I had one a thought of. process, yep. too. Yeah, I forgot about Yinzi. Yeah, Yinzi is a good game. Uh, so, I, you know, I, but back to your Zombicide. I haven't played any of them, but the one that I would really want to play is the Night of the Living Dead one. Just because it yeah. seems like it's really thematic. Like if you mm-hmm. actually like the old movies, and I, I saw that I saw uh, some people it was kind of a thing where they were uh, they were painting uh, the painting the minis in black and white, like the like oh, the movie, cool. which is really yeah. cool. I like that idea. So yeah. Yeah. I heard that that was kind of thematic, like the movie. So I dig that. That's it. Yeah, the one I would really want to play is uh, none of them. All right, so <laughs> Richie had Seven Wonders Duel, Yinch. Grand Austria Hotel and Zombie Black Plague of Zombicide something Black or Plague. other. Okay. Uh, Chad had Yokohama, Zularetto, 1882, and Barrage. And I had Yido, 1960, Making of a President, Maria, and the Z title that I'm not going to try to pronounce again. So until... Jamie's going to have to like send one of those things that gives us a uh, you know exact pronunciation yeah. of it. So yeah, okay. Anyway, so there is the end of our alphabet draft, guys. Yes, yeah, so yes. we got to we got to put the full list, everyone's full and, list. Oh, That's we right. do. We should do that yeah. and then have a vote on the. So full we'll have list. a vote for this, Ooh, like, yes. and then we'll have a a full list vote. Full as well. list. I like that. We'll put that up there. That'll be awesome. I and uh, thank a, a big thanks, obviously, to the Dice Tower for this inspiration because you know they started it. We uh, we just followed up on it, but it was fun. It's fun. That was a good list. Yeah, mm-hmm. we actually uh, just had a vote for our next draft that the uh, Patreon guys got to vote for, and so that'll be the coming up for our next draft. I'm Ooh, not going to tell you what it is. I'll yet. be excited uh, to see what it is. I was hoping you epic. tell it because I kind of forgot. <laughs> uh, it's top. Uh, it looks like you forgot. Yep, you did. <laughs> so the last or the most influential oh, most, game in the past decade or something. Most important game. Was most, most important most, game. Most important games in the, the past decade. Past decade is the one that won. And we're yep, going to be so. judging each other on as far as yeah. your definition yeah, of important. Yeah, and yeah. we're really going to rip each other apart on oh, that one. That's my so. plan. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to it. Meanwhile, uh, our Punch Bunch also wanted to weigh in on our latest uh, Punchboard previous plays, which we appreciate. There weren't as many this time, but uh, let's see our Punchboard previous plays look back. Hey, Punch Bunch, are you tired of having all your resources and chits all over the table? Well, do I have a solution for you? Magnetic hex trays from 3D Bitspace. They will keep your table organized and be a huge space saver. So head on over to 3dbitspace at etsy.com 
and order yours today. And if you mention Punchboard Paradise, you're going to get a free hex tray. 78 fortnights ago, we played <laughs> Pan Am from the Prospero Hall group. You guys remember this game? This was a, this was actually one we opened up uh, two fort cons ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, remember. Yeah. Just yeah. Broke remember it open and yeah. it was a pleasant oh, yeah. surprise. You, you, I think. Just, you found it at Target. Yeah. yeah. And you just picked I, it up. I heard. I can't heard remember somewhat, what I heard about. I think it, it was somewhere. on the, I think uh, Eric Summer had talked about it on yeah, the I think some, Dice Tower yeah, podcast. Somebody yeah. talked about it and it was sounded interesting and it was it was cheap i mean it was only like 35 bucks or something which nowadays that's like free game you know? yeah so do you remember what you gave it i gave it a three if i remember correctly you are correct yep you did i gave it a four yep as did i so and i think i remember back then i said you will you'll be down at a three mm. I don't know if you said that i'm actually <laughs> he did. pretty he did. confident he that said, i did he did if this, you go is, back. this is the there was a kid in my uh, grade school who had, in eighth grade, he was driving to football practices. That's how many times he had been held back. Oh my god! And <laughs> <laughs> he eventually got expelled because he bought he brought in a, a thing of chloroform and threw it into the boys' locker room. Whoa! So now, if you told me that he one is still alive today, not in prison, I'd be like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> and <laughs> I I feel the same with. This game that the fact that it came from the Funko Pop group <laughs> is that we were giving it a higher number than it should be. Oh my gosh! I don't know where we just went. <laughs> I don't either. Pan Am is Pan Am is the guy that should be dead that you knew from 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 junior high. All right, so Richie, you gave it a three. What would you give it now? It's still a three. It's a it's a fine game, but it's not. It's nothing impressive. So uh, I would just say, you know, it's still a four for my theater buddies that that still come over, want to play a lighter game, kind of a choir like, uh, you know, it's it's best at four. I don't really want to play it at two. Three is OK. But like that is the good game. You just have to say, you know, hey, there's this card deck here where you're going to want stock. You're going to try to get right. some stock from it. Right. And there's right. luck of the draw there. So you do want to try to draw those cards. But other yeah. than that, I still I still think it's a good design and I would still give it a four. OK, I'm going to move it up. I'm going to bring it up to a five. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this guy is not only not in jail, he's actually vice president of a rubber company. A rubber company? Yeah. You would be amazed. No, actually, no, I'm sorry. I should have said like a chloroform company. <laughs> all right. In all truthfulness, yeah, this will come down to a three. It was a good game, though. I, I still think the interaction in it wasn't bad. I liked the auction type of stuff that you went through. And... There were certainly choices of where you, uh, okay, I don't hardly remember the game, but I remember there were choices. I still think overall for what it was and who it came from, yes. Right, That exactly. bumps it up a little bit and all real, you know. Yeah, it, if you put it, Capstone or if you put, you know, any other publisher on there. Sure. So I'm still going to give it a solid three. I think I'm going to give it a high three. Ha, huh. you didn't <laughs> think I'd give it a high three. I'm still going to give it a high three. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's see what our punch bunch thought. All right. So Aaron Schmickens said, I was pleasantly surprised by Pan Am. I thought it was a decent game for something targeted toward the mass market. My family enjoyed it. A four on the punch board paradise scale. Evan pretty much said he, he kind of agreed with Aaron. He said the randomness of the directive card draws can be a little bit off-putting. Some may get additional shares, which are straight victory points, while others 
you know, they only trigger things that have already been done. So that's one thing that he just didn't quite like about it. He said he wished there was more cards in the deck for more variety. The other thing that he would he said was it could get old very quickly. There's not a ton of replayability. So uh, he said, though, he'd still give it a four on the punch board scale. So, yeah. I mean. And I think I'm yeah. with Evan there that, you know, you just, it's not like you're going to pull it out a whole bunch to play, but it's there sure. and you, you know. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Vel- Velikovic. I'm really sorry, Dragon. I, I, I hope that uh, I didn't butcher your name too much. But uh, he says, I played the game only once, and it was a friend's copy in a three-player game. When I first looked at the game with its components, I didn't expect much, but I was pleasantly surprised. I thought that the game was interesting and had quite a bit of interaction between the players, and I do like the mechanism where you have to get as much Pan Am stock as possible so you don't get behind while still keeping up enough working capital to be able to operate. This reminded me a little bit of Arkwright. I would give Pan Am a four on the PP scale with a couple of caveats. First, I mainly play the game with my wife, and I don't think this game would be good with two players. And second, like Evan mentioned, I can see this game becoming stale quickly if you play too often, unless it gets some sort of future expansion. Hmm. There you go. I think yes, uh, it is. It is a very good mass market game. It is. It is. Yes. I think you know that's what we need our mass market. I'm games moving to be. back into a five. Let's let's. let's, <laughs> let's go. Here, well, so there you have it. The new ratings are a four from me, uh, a, a provisional five from Clef, a three from Richie, and Richie. You know what? Clef and I are going to play a game after this podcast. But I hope you go back and you check on that friend of yours from junior high. Uh, he was All not right? a friend. Oh, well, I hope you care enough to go back and check on him. I'm not checking on him. <laughs> <laughs> Whoo! Boy, oh boy, uh, that felt like a blockbuster episode. We, we, you don't want to? We could still talk a little more Age of Steam content. <laughs> no, could. give the give the yeah, people yeah. a little uh, bit of we, you know. We, we, yeah, go over to the the Patreon. Yeah. We're gonna recap there. Can anybody get? By the way, I, I'm curious. Can anybody get those maps? Do you think those maps like the Pacific? Uh, I, they said that they were gonna sell the ones that they had yeah, left they over. They had Brummy okay. rails for sale. Okay, yeah. later on. Yeah. So, right on. And uh, I've contacted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. before I even knew about Age of Steam Con, I was looking for the the tornado one, the mm-hmm. Kansas city tornadoes. Oh, right. And I contacted Kevin cause that, he's the one who designed that one. Yeah. And he, he just sold me a copy that way through Straight email. Up. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well folks, if you are, if you're, you know, playing a beautiful solo game kind of by yourself or, you know, if you're, if you just have that game on your shelf that just kind of reminds you of that, kid who was a burnout in junior high. I hope that you are spending some time. All right, everybody have a good night. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners, as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at punchboarders. We are on Instagram at punchboard paradise and Facebook at punchboard paradise. To my why, I don't even think I have to worry about my why, but I'll do my why. Get that out of the way, and that's Yinch, and that's a uh, one of my favorite abstracts. It's part of the Gift series. It's the one where uh, you have the rings and you are trying to. I don't even remember how to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Please put that in the. Oh, end. That'll be that's the end. my favorite for the end of the episode, right there. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs>